0: Section two of One by Crime This is a Librevox recording. All Librevox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit Librevox dot org. One by Crime By Frank Pinkerton Chapter one Part two She was mistaken, and a second gaze revealed a young boy, not more than fifteen, who was quietly sobbing, an expression of deep anguish on his face. Satsavan, my poor brother, you have also come to witness my painful end. The boy went toward her, and wound his arms around her slim waist, drawing the dark head on to his shoulder. I would that I could help you, he whispered, but what can I do among all these fiends? It is hard to die thus, so hard. Savir, I am more compassionate than you think, and I have here a draft which will send you into a deep sleep. The pain of death will thus be saved you." Konmia broke severely, holding a vessel toward the girl. "'No, no,' Savider shrieked, pushing the potent drink away. "'I cannot! Think how awful to awaken with the cruel flames wreathing round my body, and my cries for help useless, deadened by the yells of those people! I cannot! I will not die!' Satsavan, deathly white and with quivering features, drew her shuddering frame closer to him, and led her into the temple. "'Leave us for a moment, I implore you,' he said, turning to his aunt. "'She loves me, and I may perhaps reconcile her to her fate. "'You are the head of your family. "'I trust you to bring her to reason. "'To save the honor of a name until now without blemish,' Konmiya replied, and placing the poisonous flask in Satsavan's hand, she left them alone in the temple." "'Quick, Savitre, we will drink this draught together, and when they seek you they will find us both cold in death.' "'You also, my brother, speak of death. I must escape. I cannot sacrifice my life.' "'Nor shall you,' a gentle voice broke in passionately, and Leonore, her face full of tender compassion, stood before the victim, Pantaleone beside her. "'Follow me,' the latter said briefly, drawing the girl's arm through his. "'Trust us, and you will yet be saved.' With joyful hearts the two Indians accompanied their kind protectors, climbing among the broken gods, higher and higher, until they at last arrived without the temple, the other side from where the Indians were assembled. There they were rejoined by the soldiers and attendants, and the little party commenced their homeward journey, hoping the wild group would not discover their presence. But their hopes were not to be realized, ere they had gone many yards, the flight of the rajah's widow had been discovered and with hideous cries they sought eagerly to find her. It was not ere long they espied the small party, and full of triumph dashed toward them. "'Leonore, keep back. Leave me to deal with these barbarians,' Pantaleone said hurriedly, and in a minute a deadly fight broke out between the Indians and the soldiers. But what was their strength against more than five hundred strong warriors?' ere long the brave party was captured and while kanmia dragged the terrified girl towards the funeral pyre the indians shrieked aloud in triumphant gladness tomorrow shiva will receive a sacrifice that will remain forever in the memory of those now living today our chief's widow tomorrow the portuguese prisoners after his daughter had gone don garcia was filled with deep regret at having succumbed so readily to her wishes A presentiment of evil he could not control made him walk restlessly up and down the room. A timid knock at the door roused him from his painful musings. "'Come in!' he cried quickly. The door opened, and a tall, remarkably handsome man, dressed in the garb of a sea-captain, entered. "'What? Falcom? Is it you, my boy?' the Don cried gladly, wringing the young man's hand. "'Yes, signor. I have some papers from Tanza." there has been a slight rising at dieu but fortunately we were able to suppress it in time handing the don a sealed packet after casting his eyes rapidly over the contents don garcia smiled and turned with a pleasant look towards the captain manuel tells me of your bravery in saving dieu and asks me to promote you i will do all i can i am proud to call you friend Luis flushed and a bashful light filled his eyes but ere he could answer the don continued however you have come in time to be of service to me my daughter much against my wishes has gone on an expedition to the temple of shiva from what i have since heard i am afraid danger threatens my leonore will you help me to rescue her will i lay down my life to keep her from harm oh senor how could you ask let me start immediately and ere long i will bring your child back in safety fervently don garcia was surprised at the young man's eagerness but refrained from speaking, only to thank him for his kind offer. Five minutes later Louise Falcom, accompanied by a troop of brave sailors, started off towards the temple of Shiva. As he neared, sounds of strife, mingled with heart-rending shrieks, broke upon his ears. Urging his trusty band, he dashed onward until he arrived at the scene of terror. Startled by the sudden apparition, the Indians lost for a time their self-control, and the sailors found it easy to subdue them. Louise had flown at once to Leonore's side, clasping her frail form tightly in his arms, while Pantelion wrenched Saviter from her aunt, as she was about to fling her on the now burning pyre. Even at the same moment, Satsavan, a smile of revengeful triumph on his face, wound a thick scarf over Conmia's head, and threw her with remorseless force into the flames, leaving her to meet the fate destined for his sister." those indians who had not been taken had fled so the band was free to wend its way homeward though nearly half had been killed in the strife still holding lianor now weeping quietly in his arms louise led the way towards the road where the palanquin stood and placing the girl gently in raised her white hands passionately to his lips lianor lianor my own darling he murmured gazing into her pallid face with lovelit eyes "'If I had been too late and found you gone!' Leonor smiled tremulously through her tears, and a blush mantled to her cheeks. "'You have saved my life. I can never repay you, earnestly.' Pantaleon, still pale and anxious, now appeared leading the little widow, who seemed overjoyed at her release. She sank down gladly beside Leonor, and then the palanquin was borne away, guarded by Luis and Pantaleone, Satzavan walking behind." Don García's delight knew no bounds when he saw the procession entering the palace gates, and he ran eagerly to receive his daughter. "'My beloved child, how unwise I was to let you go, to send you into danger!' he cried, carrying her in his arms from the palanquin to the marble hall. "'If it had not been for our young friend, Falcom, I should never have seen you again.' "'But, Papa, think! If we had not gone, this poor girl would have been burnt to death. Leonore said, shudderingly, drawing Saviter towards her. "'Ah, yes, poor child,' stroking the young widow's glossy black hair. "'Now tell me all about it.' "'Not yet, papa. Let us go and arrange our dresses. Mine is torn completely to pieces.' Laughingly holding up a fragment of cashmere, which in the struggle had become torn. Holding Saviter's hand in hers, Leonore went swiftly to her rooms, where they could bathe their weary limbs in cool water and change their tattered robes end of section 2